Today on The Breakdown, there's 32 left in Barcelona, the EPT from 2022. And boy, there was a lot of money in that prize pool. There were over 2,000 entries, almost 2,300 actually. It's a 5,300 euro event. First place, a gaudy 1.49 million euros, even with 32 left. That's right. I said 32, not that many. They've already locked up 31,000 euros. There's a lot of money to play for, and we are going to see some psychotic behavior. You might need to call Harley Quinn in here to do a little criminal psychology. <laughs> is this making sense? Let's just go to it. All right, on the breakdown with Great Dennis and Jonathan Levy. <laughs> I'm not that well versed in the DC universe. No, you're not. Does Harley Quinn do criminal psychology? Yeah, that's how she meets the Joker. She's his um, psychologist when he's in Arkham Asylum. Ah. And she falls for him. And was she, was she, she all weird and painted up and stuff before that? Not at all. She was a normal person. He but got she, her. She fell in love with Mr. J. Is that you? That's Mr. J? I Mr. Wish. Jonathan Levy? I wish to have a woman as beautiful and as intelligent and Capable as Harley Quinn. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, totally reasonable. Someday, man, say. someday. I have a lot of fan fiction about it where we do end up together, Grant. Yeah, you've written a lot, and you think mm-hmm. that you think that it's private and that I haven't <laughs> seen it. I know that. Well, that Google Doc that we share, I assume you're not reading. No, I... I reading is a strong word. Yeah. I, I do keyword searches. <laughs> Heaving, his heaving. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of torals. Heaving, like heaving is one that I have searched. You, you wrote that way too many times <laughs> well, in the same sentence. I still think it's it's a good descriptor of what I was imagining. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of heaving. There's uh, glistening. You yeah. use that word a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a it's a bit much. Angelic touch. I think you only used that 52 times, which is a lot less than a lot of the other buzzwords. Are you doing a search right now to know how many times I said that? No. Wrote that? No. That's weird. That's weird and sort of obsessive. Yeah. That's disturbing and confusing. Are you okay? (laughs) And a problem. Yeah. Okay. Is it disturbing and confusing and weird and a problem that you, you have your own apartment that you can sleep in, but you sleep in a sleeping bag outside of Margot Robbie's house instead? I don't know what that's... Is that a problem? No. Think of it this way. When she's like, get out of here, you homeless bum. I'm like, I'm not homeless. I've got a place. <laughs> and <laughs> wow. then that impresses her because she lowered her expectations and now I'm way, way, way over. So, ch- so now you have a chance. Yeah, now she's like, and this guy is more than I, than I bargained for. And we've for. also learned that in this conversation that Margot Robbie is a heartless classist. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, I'm sleeping literally on her, at her front door in what? fairness to her. She's, so so you're, she is no she doesn't have an evil bone in her body. So you're telling me that if somebody was sleeping at your front door you'd say get out of here you homeless <laughs> bum. That's well, what you would say. She does it in her her beautiful Australian accent of course. Um yeah. <laughs> I would say that sure. I would say that if I was Margot Robbie. And think about it. She's got more things to worry about than a guy like you or a guy like me has to. There are dis- there are dangerous stalkers out there, you know. Yeah yeah. She doesn't know you're that just I'm, not, I'm you're harmless. just not you're, you're just like a really nice guy. I'm basically just, you know, this is going to be the th- We're going to tell our kids about that story. <laughs> this is going out <laughs> to the people. She might hear this, you know, in some capacity. I mean, I hope she does. That's one of the, one of the ways this all gets to the salt works oh, out, right? Man. If, if you don't understand the level of humor this podcast tries to achieve, it's a little creepy. <laughs> you know? What's creepy about it? Nothing. There's nothing creepy about no one, it. Oh, you never had a crush on a movie star? 
No. You never thought Sigourney Weaver was too hot to trot? I believe that's what you said about her one time. I mean, everybody has a crush on Sigourney <laughs> Weaver. But not everyone says she's, quote, too hot to try. But <laughs> everybody quote. thinks it. Yeah. I know it's inappropriate to say that. I but. mean, how many times have you froze and rewound that scene in Aliens where she, like, strips under her underwear? So many times. I, I mean... TiVo keeps track of all that stuff, buddy. They yeah, know. They know. I do use my TiVo. <laughs> <laughs> I love my TiVo. You know, when Janet Jackson had the wardrobe malfunction, yeah. TiVo was able to say that was the most TiVo'd moment in history. Like, really? Because people would watch it, went back and watched it so many times. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. That's funny. TiVo, relic of the past. Oh, I loved my TiVo. Yeah. They cost a lot of money, didn't they? Yes, it really did. But there was a thing you could do. So you paid like whatever, $300 for the device, and they also charged you a monthly fee. But for a while, in the beginning, you could pay a lifetime fee. You pay like $300, and then forever you have the service. Uh. And at some point, they were like, that's a terrible idea. Let's just charge monthly. And they tried to shift everyone to new boxes, like the new, better technology yeah. boxes. But when you bought that, you had... The lifetime, the lifetime service was always attached to the box. Ah. So that way they were like, now you have to get off your lifetime service. So then people like me were like, fuck you. Like, mm-hmm. there's no way I'm going to give up this. Like, I paid 300 bucks to have this forever. Like, what the fuck, man? Um, yeah, so. Well, they're, they're it was gone. good for a while. They're gone now. They are. But it was, it was a wonderful thing for a while. On-demand TV. Yeah. That was before streaming, you know? Yeah. And then those damn Reed Hastings came and ruined it all for... The, the TiVo, TiVo overlords. People. Yeah, that's true. All right, let's just jump into this hand because okay. this is this is a, a fun one. Okay, great. Let's do it. I feel like it's been a while since we've done like a deep in a tournament, high leverage spot, like players who don't have millions and millions of dollars in hand in who really are, this is like the biggest spot of their lives. Well, let me give people a sense of what we're talking about when we say that too. So there are two players in this hand, right? One of them is Peterson Machado, right? His hand in coming into this event is... Almost, it's just, just, it's $10,008. So he might be an online guy, but he, might be. he also might just be a guy who satellited into this thing and it's the biggest spot of his life. He's, I mean, that's crazy small though, yeah. right? No matter how we want to do it. Okay, our other player who they're calling um, Mockery, right? But his actual name is Kaihan Mockery is his middle name. And then Roshan Fekker. We're going to call him Mockery. Mockery's that's great. It's going to be easier. So he has a, a much better hand than that. But still, his, his hand in coming into this event is about $200,000. So still not like... An, it's $220,000, So this is likely to be the biggest spot of his tournament career. Um, it very well could be. I mean, right now they've locked up 31,000 euro um, with 32 players left. When, when there's 31 players left, they'll all bump up another 4,000. So maybe he's had another a bigger score, but this is one of the biggest spots. Right, but it's like, certainly with the upside. As far as the uh, equity of his stack, it's probably the biggest spot oh, of his... Oh, that's a great point. I mean... Third place is a quarter. Of, is three quarters of a million dollars. Yeah, I mean, not euros, dollars, but euros is just a little bit less. Like, I mean, fifth place is almost half a million dollars. Yeah. I mean, this is just crazy. Right. right? So for this the, is like five thousand dollar buy-in term or five thousand euro buy-in. You know, having recently played much smaller buy-in tournaments, like eight hundred dollar buy-in tournaments, yes. live tournaments, the way did. people like insanely tighten the ranges late in those tournaments for like the top prize of like twenty to fifty k mm-hmm. is like. Think about how much people are changing it in this thing, right? If, if they're not tournament regulars. Yeah. It's, you, you had an observation about like the kind of the tourist tournament players at the last tournament that like they will call everything early when it's deep and they will call nothing later. Yep. When, and it's just like, that's just not how you're supposed to do it, man. <laughs> but, it's definitely not. But, yeah. you know, as long as you understand that's what they're doing, like I really honed my strategy into, okay, you just don't lose your mind until the fear kicks in. And once the fear kicks in, you're basically a free reign. And when they three bet you, they always have it, unless they're a very particular player. 
You know, and it's like, it's all very straightforward once, once the fear kicks in. Until then, you kind of have to play for value against these people. That's, yeah. that's my overall take. One of these players is going to have to use the fear in this hand. Okay. We're going to have to talk about if that's a good idea. And I do wonder if Makri, who's going to use the fear in this hand at some point, had Hendon Machado before this. If, if this is their first uh, table of the day, and, yeah. or if they start at the same table, you know, you, if you aren't a multi-determined, you always hand in your table, of course. Of course. And he's like, this guy is a target. Like, he only has 10K in earnings. This is a real target right here. Yeah, it's possible if he only has 10K in earnings, he's even telling everyone. Yeah. Like, he's never been in this spot right. before. I've had lots of guys do that in World Series events where, you know, they're like, I can't believe it. This is incredible. I'm so nervous. They're saying this as we're, like, approaching the bubble and yeah. stuff. And it's like... You know, they call an all-in with jacks, and they're like, tell me what a, how hard it was for them. And all. It's yeah. in the spot, which is like, it's a no-brainer call. Right. Kind of thing. So, like, yeah, uh, it's possible. I, I just want to say, for everyone, as we do this, I don't know anything at all that happens in this hand, except I know that Mockery, I believe you said something about Mockery being a bit psychotic. Yeah. But I don't know if that's good or bad. Or, I don't know nothing about the action. So I was I'm saying doing it would, with you guys. I was saying, like, it, it would be tough in a really high-leverage spot to be the target of Mockery if he has this ah, play. Ah, that's in, what you were saying. If he has this play in him. So cool. Yeah. I think you said, quote, it was a sick spot. Yeah. So that's all I know. All Let's right. get into it. 32 players remain. As you said, there's a, a money jump at 31, but that shouldn't matter too much. You've locked up 31K top prizes, 1.5 million. It's a 4K money jump. It's I mean, like, it shouldn't matter, but if you have, but like you, if you're in a big spot, you might want to wait a little bit longer and see if someone else busts first. Yeah. Like, you know, you're basically free rolling a shot an extra 4,000 euro for no reason. Like, there's no reason not to do that, but that's the only way. All right. We're at 20K, 40K. Yep. Machado, this is the guy with the 10K in earnings. He is plus two with 3.76 million. He's got almost 100 bigs. So great spot. Really great. Has yep. two queens, two red okay. queens. Sure. He's going to min open to 80K. Fine. Um, folds to the button. Oh, he has more blinds than I thought. But still, this is an interesting play. I, I, I had said something earlier. It's wrong. But whatever. Uh, this no guy, Olali, has 1.32 million. So he's, he's got like 30 blinds. Okay. Um, 33 blinds. Oh, right. The guy with the 8-7. He calls with 7-8 off on That's the button. still awful. Amazing obviously. that he's in this tournament, but at, at this stage, you know? Like, there's still spots like this yeah. at this stage of a 5K that he's going to call 7-8 off. I mean, that's off. really crazy. Yeah. He, finished, he ends up finishing 18th, by the way, for 56,000 euro. But anyway. He's going to be the garbage human. Yep. Um, that's an incredible call with 7-8 off is. when plus 2 opens and you have 30 blinds. All right. We get to Mockery in the big blind. He is either the chip leader or among the chip leaders for sure with 5.87 million. That's, that's a damn fine stack at this stage of the tournament. Sure. He's got king nine off, king of hearts, nine of spades. He's going to complete. Just call the big blind. Seems fine. Mm-hmm. 300K in the pot. The flop is king of spades, eight of clubs, queen of spades. So Makri flops wow. a medium top pair. Machado flops a set of queens. Yeah. And an eight for a lolly who's not going to matter. Right. Uh, Makri checks. Sure. Sure. Machado bets 105K. Of course. What do you think about sizing? 105 into 300. King, queen, eight, two spades. I want to size it a little bit more yeah. than that. Three ways uh, out of position to both players on a pretty wet board. There's like infinite draws on this board. Yeah, I don't know. I think, and, and we don't even have top pair with our set here. I we think, don't even have top pair with our set. You know, like we don't block top pair is what I mean with our set. Oh, right, right. Yeah, of course. I, I said that poorly, but that's what I meant. Like if we had top set... We could size down slightly comparatively, but I think with this, we're like all the kings are still available. And in fact, uh, Mockery has a king, even, yeah. right? Um, now, I don't think we need to go crazy with our sizing, but I think I think it's just a little too small. I'd want to go like 140 or something, like a little less than half pot. I could go even bigger than that. I could go 175 here, yeah. and I'd feel good about it because there's 
so many draws. Yeah. Like so many gut shots. There's obviously the open ender with Jack 10. And of course, spades are out there. There's so many action killing cards, even if they don't have a draw. Too. Yeah. So trying to get the money in now or have someone make a committing move now is fine. I, I like 175 a lot better than 105. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's actually kind of a clear mistake to bet this small in this spot three ways. Well, but, as we know, he's got 10K in live earnings. So. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe there's something to that. Probably an amateur. Alali folds is eight. Yes. Good M- job. Mockery calls with his king. Fine. I, I, there's nothing to analyze there. That's nope. Pretty obvious. Pot is 510K. Yes. Nitro betting. <laughs> you know what? I was just thinking 510K. What does that make me think of? Makes me think of value. You know, the, the K after like, ooh, 510K. That sounds like a lot of value. Well, nitro betting value. provides lots of value to you, gentle customer. When you use the link in our description of our podcast these te- don't laugh at me these segues are hard jonathan value 510k makes you think of value is such a weird thing to i had say. No, i my segue it broke down and i went with it anyway yeah okay i appreciate the commitment yeah i care about the people which is why i need to tell them about nitro okay. betting use the link in the description of this podcast when you sign up to get access to our cool promotions includes sports betting promotions like March Madness and NFL Survivor Pool stuff that's free to you, but you can win money. Um, It gets you access to our monthly poker tournament on there. It gets you access to all of Nitro Betting's wondrous cornucopia of joy. You know what I'm saying? Yes, absolutely I do. Yeah. Fully. It'll make you happy. It'll make sure that your wife stays. Uh, You know who you are. (laughs) She's going to stay. If you use the link, if you don't use the link, she's going to be like, another mistake? <laughs> uh, what are you doing? Yeah, like, that's it, the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah, instead, this can be the pillar that raises the tent forever. Wow. Is that something? Sure. Is that a thing? It's not really a pillar, but sure, it's a pole. You got, any, you got any other you know, analogies to throw out there? I've already I've spent mine. Um, I could probably come up with something given enough time. Well, I mean, hurry up. We're on a clock here. Do this. Is this really worth... Uh, I mean, it's uh, we could we could put it out on the stoop and see if the cat licks it up. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Is that That's nitro betting for you. Make sure you use the link. We'll see you there. Okay. All right. Five hundred and ten k in the pot. Mockery's go. got king nine with yeah. the nine of spades. Machado has a set of queens, two red queens. Turn is the ace of spades. It's kind of the worst card in the deck for Machado. I wouldn't say it's the worst card. I think the nine of spades is actually worse because the ace could have made some hands. That make now aces up, right? Like ace 10, you mean? Yeah, there's not much, but there's at least a few. Ace 10, ace 8. I mean, nine, and I guess 9 comes in 9 8 gets it, but is 9 8 even sticking around? It's probably not. Although, is ace, is ace 8 sticking around? Ace hmm. 9? I don't know. There's not much there. I think, I'm wrong. I think this might Maybe be. I'm wrong. It's among it's either this or the nine of spades are both the worst cards. And actually, we block ace queen super hard, which is one of the few hands that would make sense yeah. that we could be excited about it coming. It's a horrible card. Yeah. Like all the draws come in. It's one of the top two worst cards in the deck. Yeah, the nine of spades being the other one. Yeah. No question. Yeah. It's unclear which one is worse. Yep. They might be equally bad. Yep. So Mockery checks. He does have now some equity against Queens. He's got the nine of spades in his hand. Sure. All right. As Machado, it's what they call a negative event in the Ed Miller book. Uh, This feels like a very obvious check. Yeah, we just check and we call non-spade rivers unless maybe it's a four straight. And if the board pairs, depending on which card pairs, that's important, um, we can raise. Yeah. Like the ace pairing is not a good event. No. Right? Because like, are we even going to get value? Are they like, does he, what what hands can call us? But like if the nine pairs, maybe we can. Yeah. Or the eight pairs, I'm sorry. Yeah, eight. Um, 
I don't even know how many eights he really has, but at least it's possible, right? Yeah. So, but this is such a bad card, I just can't imagine why we'd ever bet. What are we hoping to get value out of? A weird ace that, I guess, ace 10, ace jack. Those are the hands we can get value out of that call the flop with the gutter. Yeah. But we can get value on the river with those anyway. That's, that's the only thing we're looking to get value. It seems like a terrible idea to bet. Yeah. It really, really does. So Machado bets. Checks. He bets. He bets. Yeah. Oh, there's that. There's feels like that amateurish. That thing feels again. like a not a good bet. Yeah, it feels like we really shouldn't bet on this card. Yeah, uh, like it, it feels a little bit like entitlement tilt. Look, if our opponent had almost no chips back, fine, we could bet because they're going to call off with a lot more stuff. Yeah, but when we're this deep, why are we trying to build a pot when a, such a bad card comes in and it's getting harder to get called by significantly worse hands? It's really hard to think of hands that can call us that are worse, right? I mean, like Machado or Mokri might have one. With King Nine with the Nine of Spades. Maybe he can call with his hand. Um, yeah, he could consider calling with this hand. But only consider it. It's still not a great spot. Like, the Nine of Spades is really what you're hanging your hat on now, right? So like, what do you want to do as Mockery in this spot? Well, because Machado bets two, how much? 230 into 510. Um, what do I want to do in this spot? I guess part of it depends on what I think about Machado, right? Like... If I think he bets a lot, if I think he's just betting way too much, we can punish him for that right yeah. now. Because like, he might be betting his ace. Like, he has ace-jack, and now he's betting his ace. Yeah. Which, honestly, is sort of what he's doing, even though he's got a set of queens, right? You have, you have more like, outs against the things that have you beat with this hand than with ace-jack. No question. Yeah. But it's still, it's, it's the same idea of, like, why are you really betting, though? Yeah. Like, um, so if he's going to make those kinds of bets where he's going to have a lot of bet folds, yeah. um, I think we should attack it with our nine of spades. That seems okay to me. Um, mostly I think we should just throw our hand away though when the ace of spades comes, even though we have the nine of spades. I don't know that I really even want to call. I just want to move on to the next hand because like we could be drawing dead. We could be drawing super thin, right? There's a lot of, like, what if he has ace jack with, you, you know what I mean? Like, can you just have ace jack with the jack of spades? Sure that's, what I was, that's what I was thinking when Mockery raised and I was like, I don't know if that's a great idea. The type of hands this guy's betting include ace jack and ace 10 with the spade and those have us in complete jail. Yeah. Like that's really bad. Really bad. There, you can really think of some scenarios that are really bad for King Nine with Nine of Spades. Now, maybe we know enough about Machado to know that he doesn't really know which hands he's supposed to bet and which hands he's right. not supposed to bet, and that he's going to have a lot of really weird spots. Like if he if he's betting a set of queens, maybe he is betting Ace Jack with no he spade. He probably is doing that, and maybe all aces. Maybe yeah. he just has a bunch of aces here because he was the original Razor and yeah. just C bets that flop, which is not crazy. And now here he is. He hits the ace and he just bets again because we see people do that. So we, we can choose to give Mockery credit for knowing that Machado is this player, or we can choose to just assume that Mockery takes every spot that's given to him and is right. going to go full psycho whenever he can. He's like, nine of spades, good enough, let's go! Yeah. yeah. Um, hard to know. Yeah. So he makes it 850. Okay. I mean, it's better than calling. I like the sizing. It's way better than calling, I think. Do you agree? Yes, I, I think it is better than calling. I think a fold is probably my preferred action here, even though we have reasonable stuff in all places. This is definitely better than calling because if a spade comes in and we're good, we're never getting any more value if we check call, right? And Right. And if we're not good right now, he has a lot of hands, apparently, that are going to be in, in the, the turbo engine of pain. Right. So you're going to hate their life. Not this one. but I mean, this hand, this hand does kind of hate its life. It doesn't like that this happened, but it has a very clear decision. Like it has a very obvious solution to what it's supposed to do right now. Which right? is call. Yeah, it's never going to fold and it's never going to raise, right? Yeah. So it may not enjoy the fact that it got raised, but it knows it can't fold. When we're it's talking about the strong. hand is sentient now. It's not Machado. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the hand might play itself better than the way Machado yeah, played itself. Yeah, it might have. Honestly. What do you think about mockery sizing? I said I liked it. Do you agree? I like that he goes big yeah. for sure. 
Um, Give yourself a real shot to fold out the the aces that might get sticky. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's perfectly fine. Yeah. I'm cool with it. Uh, is Mockery repping... Like, what's the worst flush Mockery's repping? He's not repping anything beyond a flush. Well, that's one of the questions is, does he ever have Jack-10 here and make this race? Seems unlikely, yeah. right? What if he has Jack-10 with the Jack of Spades? Well, that would be interesting. I don't know if you need to raise that. Why would you, why would you raise that? Yeah. You're not protecting. You're doing for value against a guy like this. Yeah. Who's got maybe Ace-King and yeah. stuff like that, who you think actually is going to call. That's the only reason to raise it. Yeah. I don't know. If, I, I guess you have to call Ace-King if you bet it here. You shouldn't bet any of that no. stuff. You should be like I think Jack, way more polarized in your Jack betting. Jack 10 with the Jack of Spades probably isn't raising too often. But what's the weakest flush that yeah. Mockery's raising for value? Because Machado clearly could have a flush. He could have the nut flush. I mean, he could. He, that means he opened Jack 10 of Spades. So he'd right? have the Royal yeah. then. It's possible. Yeah. Um, he might be checking that back because it's a Royal and it's so strong. Like, amateurs do that all the time. Do you think this is part of Mockery's calculation that Machado maybe doesn't open those, like, any low spades in early position yes. and therefore almost never has a flush? He may even think the guy doesn't even have Jack-10 to yeah. open to, uh, like, this. Like, maybe the guy is limping Jack-10 or not playing it even. I don't know if that's true, but it's not impossible. So if, on, we know how amateur this I'm kind of liking Mockery's play more and yeah. more. If Machado, if Machado is capped to that extent... And is betting anyway with some like medium strength to pretty high strength hand, but it's never a nutted hand. This is a pretty sick play. Yep. I think it's pretty good. I think I like it. Yeah. I think I like it. Machado, of course, ends up calling after, after some discomfort, but it really sucks. You're like, pair the board. I mean, we've just put please, in. Please, please. We just put in 21 blinds with a hand that's like really hates its life right now. Yep. Um, the pot is 2.21 million and Machado's got 2.8 million remaining. Really hoping to pair the board here. The river is the 10 of diamonds. So now there's a four straight on the board. Well, the nut flush draw gets there. Yep. That's bad. So like someone could, like if Mockery was bluffing with just this, the jack of spades, although what does he have? Jack eight with the jack of spades? King jack with the jack of spades? Oh, yeah. Why not? That's possible. Queen jack with the jack of spades? Mm-hmm. Could have those. He could. He could. And decide to raise. It's yeah. not impossible. All right. As Mockery, do we go for it? Or are we concerned about hands like ace-jack with the jack of spades just snapping us off? I mean, we should be concerned about that. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean we shouldn't go for it just because of that, though. Yeah. Um, those, I mean, there are some hands that are just going to get all the chips if we move in here, right? Yeah. Or effectively move in, whatever, make a big, make a big bet. Because there's 2.2 .2 million in the pot, and there's 2.8 effective here. Yeah. So we don't have to go all in, but we, you know, making a 2 million chip bet or one point, even a 1.8 million chip bet is pretty strong. Yeah. Um, after getting after getting called there, although, you know, I think if this guy is a 10k Hendon, moving in is yes. probably the play. Right, you got to say like, by the way, there's a 4k money jump right now, Mister 10k Hendon. Yeah, do you not want that? Yeah, because like that's that that's actually a great reason to move in. He's obviously calling with the nuts. Um, he doesn't really have many other flushes. Everything else hates its life. Yeah. So unless he has the jack of spades in his hand somehow, which is basically just ace jack, right? Yeah. Seems like seems like a pretty straightforward move in is the play. In. Yeah, for I sure. I like this play. This is a good. I, I think he figured that out, and that's what Mockery does. He moves in. I like it a lot. He probably handed Machado, is my guess. I'm sure he knew based on based on this. Yeah. And I like so. Quick aside story. I made a bit of a mistake um, when we were playing the main event of the series that we played a couple weekends ago or last weekend, whatever it was, which is a very strange structure in in that it's uh, it plays six 50 minute levels. 
and then there's an add-on where you get the same amount of chips that you got to buy in for a third of the price. So there's a big add-on bubble, which you can really use because people like, if you get short stack at all, it's really worth folding to the add-on because of the chip equity that you get for the add-on and that you get to still be in the tournament with a reasonable amount of blinds, right? Mm -hmm. So I ran a bluff against a guy where I had like reasonable range advantage, reasonable-ish blocker type situation where... I bet like 80% of his stack on the river because it was a big bet and it felt like unreasonable to go bigger. And he uh, ended up calling with a hand that he would have definitely folded if I moved right. in before the add-on bubble. It was such a huge mistake. Yeah, yeah. I see that. Yeah. yeah. So Mockery did not make that mistake here because you were talking about like betting 1.8 million is exactly. like super strong. But obviously, it's way better to move in, especially against the guy with no hand in. Threaten the full life anytime yeah. it's really going to matter to someone. Anytime that life matters, yeah. Yeah. Um, I like that. So based on everything we know about Machado... And the situation we're in, I think this is a fantastic play. Yep, me by, too. By mockery. Me too. I mean, without knowing what happens, I would guess the guy with the 10K hand in is absolutely folding a set here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That would be my guess. Right. So, super cool play, especially because Machado very rarely has a flush. It feels super unlikely that Machado could have a flush. Right. Yeah. Right, because it's got to be a jack high flush. So right. It's got to be essentially just, just the royal is like the only flush he should be able to have. Here. Yeah. Right. And if he would he ever... Have, he can have a straight, though. Maybe he calls with the straight sometimes. That's the only thing. The ace-jack makes the straight. Maybe he finds a call with Broadway. If he has the jack of spades with it, perhaps. Yeah, that's the only way he calls, I think. Yeah. On the, on on the, the turn, turn, right? Yeah. He's going he's gonna to fold his yeah, one but that's pair a, of aces. So, so there's one hand type that you're getting called by. That's a rare event. You it's, know? All, it's the jack of spades plus whatever other card was with it, which is usually just the ace, but maybe sometimes the king. Maybe. Maybe he opens a king-jack off plus two. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? He might. Either way, it's not a lot of combos. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is a cool play. And by the way, if Machado is a little wider and would open jack nine and nine ten of spades, well, guess what? He can't have those because we have the nine of spades. It's yep. mockery. So That's there's, right. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah. There's just so few combos. This is a really good play. I don't know if it was, like, intentionally this good of a play, but it's a really good play. I don't know either, but damn. And as Machado, do you just have to fold? I think you have to You're fold. You're just done, right? I mean, this goes back to the turn, the turn bet, and why it's so bad. Yeah, right? you, can easily call the, you can easily call the river right. here. We're in position. All we have to do is check back. There's only 5K in the pot. Even if the guy wants to put in a big bluff and, make, and bet 700K with the set of queens, we're calling. Yeah. Right? We're like, oh, geez, I'm losing sometimes. I call yeah. set of queens. Um, way under repped here. You know, I call. And you find out. And even if you're wrong, it's okay because you still have all these chips left. Instead, now we've put ourselves in the spot where it's reasonable, to, at a minimum, it's reasonable to fold. At a minimum. The only reason to call is because it really looks like this guy wants you to fold because he's bets all 2.8 right. in this spot with, on the money jump. If, with the, this if we know anything about Mockery and we're willing to divorce ourselves from the money aspect of the tournament that we're afraid of, it's maybe we need to call. But it's, Right. I think, I think in general, you just have to fold this yeah. thing, right? Yeah. 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 So he does. Yeah. And that's just a, an excellent play by Mockery. Yeah, that's mockery. Really knowing, we think, knowing the opponent and just doing a fabulous, fabulous job. And it actually points to the importance. If you are not already doing this when you're in multi-day tournaments, almost every multi-day tournament I'm aware of posts like what your table is for the, for oh, yeah. the day before it starts. You need to hand in everybody at your table to know what you're dealing with. Of course. It's a huge deal. Yep, it really makes a difference. Because yeah. sometimes you're like, oh, wow, the guy in C3 is a crusher. Yeah. And now you know that, and you wouldn't have known that. Like, I remember doing that for um, the last time I played in the main of the World Series. Yeah. And I made, whatever, I made four, four, I made day four, so I was in a, I did this a bunch, and yeah, like, one of them, I was like, oh, that guy has won EPTs, that guy plays high rollers. Okay, good to know. Like, yeah. 
maybe don't try and outplay him so much, you right. know, or like understand the kind of ranges he's going to be playing versus other people and when he makes calls, what that means. Like, versus this other guy who's never cashed anything in his life. Right. Like, he's going to be terrified. The guy who plays in 100Ks isn't going to be afraid of anything, you know, like that stuff matters. It matters big time. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm guessing Mockery used that to his advantage. Of course he did. Nice work. Great job. Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life, and I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. And gonna be traveling the globe, and still have time to make.